Have you thought about podcasting but unsure on where to start? Well, we use Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout get your show listed in every major podcast platform. You'll get a great-looking podcast website, audio player that you can drop into other websites, tools to promote your episodes, and more. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partner. So join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. So head over to buzzsprouts.com to get started. Uh, baby, you're my coat, 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 coat. Uh, she got me feeling like a dope fiend. Uh, I'm addicted to a black queen, a black queen. Baby, you're my coat, 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 coat. You are now listening to Love Life After Podcast, where we talk about love, life, and whatever happened after any obstacles you are or went through in your life. And I am your host, Christelle, bringing you some of the latest news and what happened afterwards. So let's get started. Welcome back to Love Life After. Thank you guys so much for coming back this week. So with me today, I have these two beautiful ladies, and I'm going to go ahead real quick and let them introduce themselves. My name is Ebony Georgie Tapia. And I am Twanda Witten. Hi, ladies. Thank you guys so much for coming. Are you guys a little bit nervous? I see it in your yeah. face. <laughs> Don't be nervous. We're all family here. So, um, Ebony, I want, you know, Love Life After, you guys know we talk about Love Life After. We talk about love, life, and whatever happened after anything that you're going through. So, um, I guess as with everybody last year with the pandemic, I think everybody went through just different reflections of what life was going to be like going forward. And, um the end of the year uh there were just different things that were happening to me in my life my sister got into a bad car accident almost died was in a coma my family in california that we were just button heads and couldn't get along and um i just realized like what do i need to do and i went to a therapist um, because i was just going through so many mental struggles with my family my husband and just myself in general and um I've heard this before, but it's like, it doesn't resonate with you until you're like ready. But Mm -hmm. my therapist mentioned like redirect your focus, but she gave me like different arenas. Like she, when we sat down one time and she was just like, you know what? Look in the room, look around you and try to notice things that you've never noticed in that room before. And I was like, wow, that just changed my thought patterns. Mm -hmm. So, um, I didn't start like in January, but in February I started a weight loss program and um, I was just like, you know what, I'm going to change my focus. Mm -hmm. And um, I lost 15 pounds since February 2nd and I'm just living my best life, not fully yet, Mm -hmm. but I'm getting there. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm glad that everyone else is noticing, but I can notice it. Mm-hmm. Um, you look good. Thank you. Yeah, you <laughs> really you. do. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. I um, I, I now that I'm starting to look at myself, I'm like, dang, my curves, my waist. Mm-hmm. I knew it was there, but I just was like, how can I get it back? And I know I used to always work out, but I haven't worked out as hard as I used to. But now I finally focused on changing my eating for the first time ever in my life, That's and awesome. I can honestly say that like. 
I'm getting a little emotional about that because emotional eating is hard. You don't realize all the things that happen to you when you're eating, but I told like some friends recently, like the pounds that I've lost was depression, insecurity, feeling ugly, molestation, all kinds of stuff, just Mm -hmm. different pounds here and there. And I'm just like, you know what, God, thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you. So Mm -hmm. thanks. That's amazing. (laughs) So that's what you've been doing for the transitioning with um, the weight loss. Mm -hmm. So that's what you've been focusing. I love that. Good for you. you. Yes, absolutely. Pat yourself on the back. Exactly. I just want to give you a hug. Can I I just give you a hug for real? Like, really? Like, I'm so proud of you. And you keep on on your journey and, 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 and loving on yourself because you are beautiful. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And you know what? You are created. When God created you, he broke the mold. And when I say he broke the mold, because there is nobody else like you. Nobody can do what you do like you. Nobody can be you. You are you, and you are only you. So you be proud of that. Thank you. And you continue to grow on your journey, because there is so much more out there for you. And so that and 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 that just leads me to my my you know part of my story. That's why I created I Am Every Woman. Amen. Because um, women such as yourself, myself, we have all have a story. We all have been through stuff. We all um, wear many hats. We play many roles. Um, we're the single mother. We're the right. boss lady. We're the you know we're the soul. Um, providers sometimes we are the ones that feel like we have to, to take on all right. this stuff on our, on our, um, yes. our back and, and we have a heavy load on our back that we have to realize that we don't have to carry mm-hmm. and see this Sunday we're actually going to do the little girl and me and um, how God gave that to me is you know we have to go back to where it started at you know when we were little children a lot of times we hold in a lot of our our stuff we were told that Whatever happens in our household stays in our household. Right. So we never, you know, we kind of somewhat lost our voice. You know what I'm yes. saying? And we never expressed our shame. We never expressed our hurt. We never mm-hmm. expressed our molestations because I was molested um, when I was about 12. And I never told my mom. I never told anybody about it. So I carried it all my life. And so one day I was in um, a church service. And this is how I got released on that because I was in the church service. And they said, well, um, I want everybody to come to the altar. And if there's something that you've been holding on to, today God says that you can let this thing go at the altar. And so I got there and I said, well, okay, God. Um help me to let me know what it is that I need to release today. Mm -hmm. And so he took me back to that moment and see a lot of times we just keep piling stuff on our shoulders Mm -hmm. or whatever. You know, everything is okay. I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? And and, and as African-American women, Mm -hmm. we learn to just 
Just take it and suck it up right. and keep on moving. Right. You know what I mean? Because we the, told the that it's okay to be strong, to stay strong. So yes. we think, okay, we have to be strong. True. We have to be strong for whoever is around us. Yeah. But really... Okay, yes. And so <laughs> we take that we take that on and we carry it all our lives and you know, we all broke down, we all weighed down, you know what I'm saying? Our self esteem yes. is is low because we, we blame ourselves for a lot right. of things that happen to us. We get in these bad relationships mm-hmm. with these men that misuse, mistreat, misabuse us. And see we take that on, um and 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 it, and we shouldn't. Because that's their own insecurity. This is what I had to learn. That that's their own insecurity. The way they made me feel in that relationship. Like I wasn't good enough. Like I wasn't worthy enough. Because he moved on to another woman. Or whatever. And that's what we feel. Right. That's what we feel. Oh my gosh. Like what's wrong with me? Why I am not you know, good enough. Good enough. Yes. Or what was it that I wasn't doing right. Or, or right. whatever. And so then you take on all of that insecurity. But see in the in the interim of the thing. He never really was, he was there for a purpose. Right. You, a, a, yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They they don't, they're not emotional like us. So right. they can they can do these things to us and then keep right on moving yes. on. Like, yeah. it, like it, like it, like mm-hmm. it never happened. But that's, that's something that they have to deal with. Exactly. And we, we deal with it for them. Right. See, that's what I'm saying that we take on these things and we, we, we don't. And so this is what I Am Every Woman is about. Mm-hmm. That everyone gets a chance to tell their story, you know, openly. A place where they can, like a haven, where they can come and 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 voice some of those things that they mm-hmm. have smashed down and taken on. And, mm-hmm. and you know... Feeling like they're alone in those situations, mm-hmm. but if you look at it, most of the women all have the same story, right? And everybody right. needs each other's story. Mm-hmm. You know, how did you deal with that? How yes. did you overcome right. that? What, 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 what um, emotions were you feeling? Because mm-hmm. see, we never deal with our emotions. Mm-hmm. We true. never deal with how we really felt. And then you take that emotion and dump it on the next person. Right. right. And that's what oh, happened yes. with me. Because I mean, I know I don't know if you listen to some of my podcasts. Like when I was um, a teenager. I was sexually assaulted and mm. like that just it broke me but I didn't know it because I held it in nobody not, none of my fam- family member only one person knew um, but I never really talked to anybody about it like mm. when as I got to high school it happened again and then I told I was able to tell my husband about that a little bit but then it made my relationship with my husband it just it was horrible like the way I treated him the way you know, he, um, just everything in our relationship, like how I was feeling with just certain thing. Uh-huh. So it just like, when we go through things like that and we don't deal with it, that's why I say healing, healing take time. It's not something that just happened overnight. Like you have to work on it. You have to like work on some of the, and I love that. Like y'all, you didn't know, I, neither one of us knew, you know, that we all go through the same thing. But that's why, like, I, that's why I have this platform yeah. form, so we can, like, you know, share our stories. Cause you don't know who else is gonna help. You know, at the end of the day, we're here. We're just like, hey, we're trying to share about our business and stuff. Right. But you look at where we got to now. Right, right, right. absolutely. So and see, I, we all share yeah. that same 
that right. same thing because we all been in that same place and see how God mm-hmm. is. He just he mm-hmm. knows. And then God, like when right I timing. told her, I was like, okay, well, since you're gonna be here, so you might as well just sit in. But you never know where God wants you to be, and God put us in different situations and different places for a reason right. so sometimes like we just have to take that reason and accept it and just like go right. with it you know what right. i mean you might be you know blocking your blessings right and you don't know because you don't know what you're gonna get from I was letting that door block my blessings a few and i'm glad you said no stay exactly yes because i'm having epiphanies right now you have no idea like even with my husband there's some things that we're we, we're going through with just sexual stuff all kinds of stuff and i'm mm-hmm. realizing I'm blocking so many blessings because of my past. Mm -hmm, Because you haven't healed from that. Exactly, and I haven't Mm -hmm. acknowledged it. Right, and that's the number one. You have to actually, that's what my therapy, I'm still in therapy. Um, I think I told you that Mm -hmm. and I gave you some information. But the first thing my therapist told me to accepting, know that it happened and accept it in order for you to move. Because if you don't accept that it happened, you're not going to move from it. Mm, so the absolutely. number one thing, yeah, it's good to acknowledge it. Yeah, it happened, but have you accepted? Yes, because it's, it's interesting you say that because you're saying when you were talking about the men and how it's like just basically it's just a pit stop for them. They're going on to the next. Right. I never accepted. Then I felt always rejected because it was just mm-hmm. like, you know, one of my cousins would be like, well, I was having a hot girl summer, but have you it really thought about every person you've given your body to mm-hmm. and then sometimes you just accept them just leaving and then they can come back three months later oh you can come and do whatever you feel but it actually resonated in my body and in my soul mm-hmm. and I don't even know how to I didn't realize that I didn't deal with that personally mm-hmm. right you know and I'm wondering like gosh now that's why I do this mm-hmm. after this yep. mm-hmm. and yep. I'm like I need to check that but how can even though I, you're saying accept it, mm-hmm. how do you really truly deal with it? You, it's time. You mm-hmm. have to, like, okay, so, like I said, I'm still, you know, working on things. Like, me and my husband, we're we're doing a lot better than we were. <laughs> like, we've been married 14 years. Yeah. And, like, out of those 14 years, the last year, like, the last maybe seven months or so, has been, like, where we actually, like, Loving. know, love each other. Mm. Like, I love him, but I was never in love with my husband. Right. And it took me years. So with that, like with certain things he will do to me, and I just think back, he's just, he's the same person. He's that person. Yes, that right. Right. He's that person. Right. He's the same person that's been doing this to yeah. me. So I'm defensive. Like, yes. I'm, um, I put up walls. Like, I don't want him to touch me. I don't yes. want him to. I literally pushed my husband to another woman, and I was okay with that. I was fine with that at the time because I was, my mind was like, this is, this is who you need to be. Like, go with, like, I don't want nothing. I don't want nothing to do with you. And it's okay. Go somewhere else. And he did. But then to me, I accepted, but I was hurt. But right. I didn't tell like him that I was hurt. And was he hurt? Like, did Yeah, he was hurt. Exactly. He was hurt. But yeah. it was, and it, it when I tell you, this is like another conversation for another day because I know it goes deep into it. And I never actually like put details to some of the stories that, you know, some of the things that I went through because I haven't found, you know, I have a lady who's been, you know, working with me and helping me just like trying to vocalize what happened more. Yeah. But once, like when I got to the point where I could actually talk, was I think it was last year when I talked about it the first time on the podcast. Yeah. And it just like, I feel liberated. I feel like, oh my gosh, like. 
Yeah. I, I could accept, like, I finally truly accepted to the point where I had to get an apology from the one of the guys from high school. Like, we literally had, right. we sat down mm-hmm. and had conversation. Mm-hmm. When I left that meeting, like, I was boohoo crying, but it was, like, good crying. Yes. It's like, you're like free, a, yes. Christelle. You're right. free, like. Yes. And to hear his apology, like, I just, I, my therapist said, just try, ask him and see, like. Because you never know what was sitting on him. Exactly. And he was going through things too. And I forgive him. I forgive him. Like I truly, I said before I did, but I truly finally forgive him. And then once I had that, then I was able to tell my family what happened. And I was just like, so this is what happened. So now, but this is where I am. Like I'm not hurt anymore. My relationship with like, you know, some of my family members and friends. And I feel like I just like gotten stronger because Mm -hmm. I was able to like open up yeah to myself yeah and the knowledge and accept that okay it happened so now what like nice. i don't want to be in that same situation i don't want to be in that same place so the best thing i could do for me is to move forward Amen. and that's what i'm doing now for me so, and oh go ahead go ahead for me in that situation when i freed myself that day at the at the altar um i had never spoke about it to, to anybody like not even my mom or, or my father because my father he was from New York and he was kind of crazy and I knew mm-hmm. that he would you know probably kill him right. or, or something you know so I was afraid of, of that and um the the guilt that I carried the, all of my life is you know I was ashamed of my body you know what I'm saying? Because I always was kind of shapely as a, mm-hmm. even like at 12 years old, you know? And so I was, I became ashamed of my body. And um, so I, I felt like maybe it was, you know, maybe I had done something or maybe mm-hmm. I was looking in a certain right. way or, or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, that triggered him to 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 do that to me because I was babysitting for my uncle and it was um one of the girls that uh her sister that the you know the the woman that my uncle was dating it was her sister's boyfriend mm-hmm. and um so he like took my virginity that day you know what I mean so um a lot of things, like like she says, transpire, and you don't even realize that you're spiraling out of control because mm-hmm. of something that has happened to you, and you never really talked about it or expressed it or whatever, and you just kind of bury it somewhere. Yes. And so that's what happened to me. I, I buried it so deep that mm-hmm. when in my adulthood he approached me again and I didn't even know who he was mm-hmm. okay and my mother it was so strange because my mother says Tawanda come on here do you know who that is mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm saying to myself do my mom know mm-hmm. oh wow you know but she didn't she didn't know but when she said his name I knew exactly who he was and I got so sick in that moment Mm. like I just wanted to throw up like I'm saying to myself do he know who I am now as an adult because I blocked it so much I didn't even know who he was and so I'm like and he trying to get me now as an adult and and I I, I couldn't even say anything to him at that time so I Mm. still carried it on and 
that day at the altar, I finally broke free from it. And like you say, it's a liberation. Mm -hmm. I broke free. And I testified at the church mm -hmm. that day. And I told everybody that was in the church what had happened and what I had released at the um, altar. And I was good with that because I felt a sense of release and mm -hmm. that was something that was no longer right. um, buried in the inside of me and that I can liberally talk about it. Mm -hmm. And see, once you get that, that freedom, there's no Amen. more shame about nope. it. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? No mm -hmm. more, um, nope. you know, wanting to hide. Don't want anybody to know that mm -hmm. this has happened to you. Right. And as you see... All of us have been in that same situation, right. you know, mm -hmm. so um, our stories help one another to, to overcome and see that, you know, I don't no longer have to mm -hmm. be ashamed of this. Right. I can be free from this, you know, that's one less thing I can carry off of my bag. My bike mm -hmm. is a little lighter now. Right. And so the thing that, that got me after I shared that, the man died. Oh, whoa. Mm -hmm. I was like. Lord, I was like, Lord, was I holding that man under hostage all this right. time? So all of this time? I got a question for you because sometimes when a man who has molested or did whatever, raped, um, his way of trying to come back into your life was trying to get at you to see if you would accept him back mm -hmm. and make him feel not as guilty. Mm -hmm. And so if he would have accepted the way your friend, well, I want to say your friend, mm -hmm. did he apologize? Mm -hmm. And he apologized. This guy was manipulating you still at an adult age, trying yeah. to make you think that you wanted him, but in actuality, of course you didn't want him. How dare you think that I want you? And then he died, so I wonder if he even got to, he never got to apologize to you then. Uh-uh, because actually, I was still um, in New York at that time okay. when, 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 when that had happened, when he um, approached me and then I later moved on to North Carolina mm -hmm. and came here and stuff. So I never seen him after that day. I never seen him again after that day. And I hadn't seen him, no. um, you know, after all of that had happened. I hadn't seen him in years either. Yeah. So when he approached me, it was like, you know, he was just somebody, you know, mm -hmm. you know, Hello, just Joe. somebody that mm -hmm. was, you know, trying to get with me at the time. But my mother knew who he was and my mother must have had some kind of thing about him mm -hmm. because she was like warning me, do you know who that is? Mm -hmm. Whoa, like she something about it. Like she did she something she that did, she knew. Right. That's what I'm Whoa. saying. Maybe he did something that my mom knew because mm -hmm. that was my mother's what? brother that I was babysitting for. What? And so and I didn't want to ask my mom because I didn't want her to start asking me questions mm -hmm. and yeah. stuff about it. So it was almost like it was a warning. Yes. Red flag, oh, don't get involved, don't get involved. Yes. He ain't no good kind of thing, because that's what my mom said. She said, he ain't no good. Mm. Oh, my gosh, that's crazy. Mm. But So you crazy. never told her? I never told her. And that day when she said that, it just kind of floored me like, what does she my mom know? Right, the mm -hmm. way she said it. Yeah. It's interesting you say that, because you're going to have a podcast about mothers Mm -hmm. When I when I had told my mom, I actually told my mom that day, mm -hmm. um, and she got home, and we're in the garage in the car, and um, she said the first thing she said, not again, and she goes, it happened to her, my sister, and now me, 
and kind of we don't say that as a generational curse we don't mm-hmm. want to say that we don't that was somebody else who did something to mm-hmm. them you know mm-hmm. because your generation or my mother did not put that in me you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying for that to right. happen to me right. so um it's just I, I there's a lot to kind of unpack when it comes to mothers as well when you say mm-hmm. that because my mom she ended up telling me later on in life about her her she she actually ended up getting raped mm-hmm. and then ended up getting pregnant but she was raped by a ton of men in a mm-hmm. field in Tennessee and I always tell I've always told my dad I said I really do think that my mom really should have went to some hardcore therapy mm-hmm. because she placed that into us and it like the way she never let that go mm-hmm. it created bipolarism it, it created depression it created hatred and anger and I'm all the way here in North Carolina I'm originally from California and it's just like I can't even deal with my mother mm-hmm. you know so it's just like I don't know it's like the, the, all the healing from that needs to be done mm-hmm. that we're doing now is profound because we need to look at our black mothers when they were older and what they didn't deal with because they didn't have podcasts they didn't have each other to talk to because it was you know Mm -hmm. because it was um what is it cliche or what is it what's that word say what is that word oxymoron (laughs) not oxymoron but um but that's one of them too uh, it's like a word that taboo don't taboo. Speak. exactly don't, yeah. speak, don't about speak about it, it. Yeah. and it's just like what if they would have had that how much more powerful we would have been they would have been mm-hmm. we you know? too us too because right. they would have you know um, I think too like certain things uh, when mm-hmm. I look back at my mother my mom never let us spend the night out mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. now I'm I'm grown up now and I, I think about maybe when they let you go out and spend the night out mm-hmm. or something like that, like maybe something like that had not exactly. happened to her, yeah, and she right. never spoke about it because yeah. she was that's so adamant. Idea. Nobody yeah. coming to our house. Nobody was right. We could mm-hmm. I, eat we my aunts, uncles. They right. didn't care, and she didn't yeah, care. No spending the night out. That's, that's how true. I feel now too, though. Because okay, all right, Ebony. I'm gonna let Ebony. Actually, I'm gonna let you like close out real quick okay 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 all right sorry so um just like tell everybody real quick how they could you know find you and reach out to you and briefly tell them what you do so they know how where to find you facebook um ebony georgie tapia hyphenated so um yeah i'm just on facebook i'm actually a health coach now as well with all the weight loss that i've lost and i'm still going through it so i'm actually coaching others while i'm going through that journey um i'm in it i'm a security analyst and um that's about it so but i'm not that's not about it i'm everything else too yeah anymore. and then she'll be that's back right. anyway. you're every woman thank you right i am every woman so thank sweet. you so much ebony <laughs> for sharing i love you love you too girl take care of yourself you too We're keep in touch Ed. yes ma'am <laughs> <laughs> And, and one of those things, you know, that I realized with my mom, like I was saying, that we could not spend the night at nobody's house. house. Yeah, you know, and 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 you know, when you're a kid and you're coming up, you don't realize that they're they're trying to protect you from mm-hmm. something. Um, I I realize now with all of you know how people have spoken about they've been over a family member's house or or something like that Mm -hmm. and that's where it actually happened and nowadays um you see it's the father Mm -hmm. or the 
uncle or you know somebody really close in the in the family and it has been from you know generations mm -hmm. down but nobody spoke about it nope. you know what i'm saying so these are not things that you look out for mm -hmm. because you don't think okay this right. is my family member this is somebody i know you mm -hmm. know maybe a pillar of the family right. and, and now it's happening in churches and mm -hmm. stuff so you know it, it, you have to educate our children as well too um but yeah, it, that's that was yeah. actually my story about you know that going on. But to speak about I am every woman, mm -hmm. this is what um, it it was laid on my heart to do that. Um, God had given it to me some time ago, mm -hmm. and honestly, I because you wasn't doing that when I met you, right? I wasn't. I, I wasn't. Mm -hmm. um, but. I was procrastinating about mm -hmm. doing it because I really wasn't sure. You know, a lot of times you don't want to um, be doing something and you know that that's not really what For you're supposed you, you're to calling. be doing, you right. know. And so um, he had to deal with me on several occasions about mm -hmm. it. And then one day I just happened to be driving and I said, Lord, is this what you really want me to do? Mm -hmm. I said, I really need you to speak to my spirit and um before that you know telling somebody else your vision mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. people don't always see your vision so mm -hmm. they're they're not going to be as supportive mm -hmm. in your vision and sometimes they may plant little seeds mm -hmm. you know to to keep you from doing your vision right, and right. so that's what happened to me i i, I grabbed a hold of a seed from mm -hmm. somebody you know and um so I, again, I was unsure about it. Right. So this day, um, I heard the voice speak to me and mm -hmm. tell me to go. I'm gonna say I'm not gonna say the voice. The Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, "Go to Walgreens." Mm -hmm. So I went to Walgreens because at this particular time I was looking for um, Lysol because we were it was a shortage of Lysol because of the pandemic. Right. And so everywhere I would search, I could mm -hmm. never find it. So I'm thinking I'm going in there. Because I'm looking for the Lysol. Right. <laughs> so I go in there, and I'm looking for the um, Lysol, and I don't see nothing. I say, okay, so this is not why we in here. Mm -hmm. So what, why am I in here? So I look around, and I, I so I pick up some vitamins. I mm -hmm. said, well, I need some vitamins. So I pick up the vitamins. And as I pick up the vitamins, this is no lie, Chaka Khan came on the radio singing I am every woman I said okay mm. God I said that's enough for me mm -hmm. I said I will not pull back and I began to start working towards mm -hmm. I am every woman so that's amazing it 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 is um I'm I'm working um this is my second um well zoom that I'm going to do tomorrow mm -hmm. at six o'clock okay. um anybody that is wanting to join the group mm -hmm. right now I, I launched in January mm -hmm. um I did a pre-launch okay because I want to grow the group and right. um see what it develops into mm -hmm. before I do the actual big launch right. um right now on the group page I have 84 women okay. um since January so mm -hmm. I, I thank God for those 84 women that have joined mm -hmm. um and I'm looking for God to do some miraculous things. Right. Um, how he gave this to me is transparent, mm -hmm. to tell your truth, to deal and own 
own your own truth, truth right you know just mm-hmm. like we were talking about here because if you never talk about it you're just continuing to carry to it carry over and it over. over and once right. you release it like we express here mm-hmm. it's it releases and it frees you so yep. the truth makes you free right okay mm-hmm. so that's the transparency and then there's transformation exactly. there's transformation you right release you it, release you it there's right. going to be transformation mm-hmm. and then that's when the healing can come right. about so it's right. transparent transformational healing mm-hmm. and so um the group page is on um Facebook right now Um, I do have a um, YouTube page um, which that's in the developing stages as well and I want to do podcasts so Mm -hmm. um, that's that's where I'm headed at right now Um, there's a whole lot um, that of my story that Mm -hmm. I could could tell right so can anybody just Come and join the Zoom meeting. Um. Yeah. Well, you have to join the group. The group first. Okay. okay. Because mm-hmm. the group is private. Mm-hmm. Because there will be private discussions. Right. There. You right. know, and everybody don't want their stuff out, out for everybody. So to this know. is right. where you know you're helping me with. Um, you know, you don't have to have the face behind, right. mm-hmm. you know, the story, mm-hmm. but and they can tell their story. In. You know what I'm saying? Right. You hear the voice of the story, but mm-hmm. you don't see the face see the of the story. Face. And see, some people are not comfortable with speaking mm-hmm. and, you know, you visually looking in their face. So right. you have to allow people their privacy. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's why we're doing it on Zoom. And it's a private group. So mm-hmm. everybody in the group... Um, has to um, swear to secrecy, secrecy and not, um, you know, about invading other, other people's privacy mm-hmm. and not talking about what we talk about in the um, private in the group. group. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, like, how often you say you do? You doing one tomorrow? I am doing one tomorrow at mm-hmm. six o'clock. And this will be what the third one you're doing. This is the second one. Oh, the this second is the one. Second oh, one. Awesome. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. So, um, do you can you tell the group name so people maybe can join and be on the next one? It's um, I am every woman. The mm-hmm. group name is I am every woman, and you'll see it on um, under Twanda Witten because there's a quite a few I am every woman mm-hmm. out there. Um, and but I have a, a lady. Mm-hmm. Um, my background is black, and the um, the logo is a turquoise woman. Okay. And it has I am every woman, and it's all all together. I am every woman is mm-hmm. one word, and so um, yes, you can find me on Facebook there, and I put out information um, on the in the group okay. that only the group can actually um, see, see it and view right. it. Okay, that's mm-hmm. awesome. So when you go, are you also on? You say you on YouTube too, right? And yeah, the I do have thing. Instagram as well. Okay, with the I am every woman. I am every okay. woman. Okay, and being that Instagram is like so not is your Instagram private too as well? With no, the iron? no, it, that no. that's just like my personal, just okay. my personal thing. I might put some motivational stuff out there. Awesome. I do motivational moments with T also mm-hmm. on Facebook. Um, that's not private. That's for anybody Everybody. that um you know, come out on Facebook, they can, if they're my friend, they can Mm -hmm. see when I come live and I put some, whatever drops in my spirit that day, I give motivation. I had stopped it for a while and people was like, we were so encouraged 
See, know? I was just, one of my cousins was just recently looking for a motivational speaker. And I call so many people, but everybody I know to move out, out of this area. So I was like, man, who else can I find? So, but, and then now look. Needed you a couple of days ago. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. Y'all so, make I sure. do do that. I do okay. um, speak. In fact, I have um, I have a little cousin that's getting ready to do her group. Mm-hmm. And um, that's on April 2nd. And she wants me to speak at her group. Mm-hmm. Um, then um, I'm doing a collab with another woman mm-hmm. um, on April 16th. Okay. Um, women it's time to rise and heal Mm. okay Mm -hmm. so that's in Durham um on the 16th so I'll be doing that um God has been really good he has you know how it says that your gift will make room for you Mm -hmm. um it's like you know the little I I put it like this analogy the little bird in the nest right where he just kind of like kicks me out the nest Mm -hmm. and 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 places me in, in different um you know, different arenas different. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they come and look for me. I don't look go. Right. Yeah, right. right. Okay, so you probably, I don't know what you're doing on the 29th. I mean, I think it's April 10th, not the 29th. But um, I am going to be having a brunch um, with, like, women. Um, but I'm thinking about maybe opening it up to, like, you know, they could bring their significant other if they want to. If you want, you could definitely, you are welcome to, like, speak, um, recruit, whatever you need to do on that day if you're free. So just let me know. Oh, we'll talk about that later. done that. Wow. Yeah, just let me know if, you know, if that's something you can do. Um, but, of course, you know, there will be more because I have the Brunch with Queens where, you know, um, we have those brunches once a month. Um, we didn't we didn't do one this month because, you know, I was going through some health issues. So I just needed a break. I actually took a break from social media. But with that, we could definitely connect on that. And um, as far as like what you could do, um, speak on and then maybe have people to join I Am A Woman. Um, I am every woman. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and then we could go from there. Is there anything else you want to share um, today before we close? I just, you know, I, I, I really have a heart for the women. I just mm-hmm. really want to see um, us really heal and rise, mm-hmm. you know, um, to our fullest potential because mm-hmm. um, we, we we do take on a lot. Right. And, and it's not only, you know, us in this generation today, our, mm-hmm. our foremothers you know, mm-hmm. from the beginning of time, back in slavery, you know, right. just coming through, women held mm-hmm. down and held on to a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I just want us to release some of the weight off of our shoulders right. and um, be right. healthy and healed. And, and, and that, you know, because women are rising. Mm-hmm. We are rising. And I mean, I know it's easier said than done. Like people always say whenever I tell them, you know, just get up just get up just just do it this show they're like oh it's easier saying you know but it takes time like just like everything just like healing just like transforming just like anything that you're going through in life it takes time it's not something that's going to happen overnight so when you're going through something and you're like i don't have anybody talk find the right people trust it you know individual around you and find them and you know put your you have to actually have a little bit of you know Release. You got to let them know a little bit of something so they can help you if you right. hold it. And I learned that. I'm not just saying that because I know it's not easy, but 
eventually when you get to that point, like trust somebody and talk to them. And then, or if not, if you can't find anybody, go to therapy. Right. I've always said like, cause there is confidential. Like they will walk you through whatever that it is that you need to work through to get to where you need to be. Right. Okay. Because um, in our community, mm-hmm. that's one of the things that they frowned about getting on a, a table. But I see mm-hmm. now that, you know, people are realizing that, you know, maybe this is something that I need mm-hmm. to um, heal. So that's a good thing that we are realizing that, you know, there are issues and that we want to deal with these things. And right. I think that that's um really important that we do release it so that we can begin to heal that's Mm -hmm. the main important thing is to release it to get out of it don't hold on to any any longer um feel those emotions Mm -hmm. you know how i felt in that moment you know and talk about that Mm -hmm. you know and just release that off of you so that's the that's and that's in general with life not just because you went through something like just in everyday life like you have to release something if something's going on with you if you're going through something just talk through it talk yeah you find your answers through i think Mm -hmm. like i do i find my answers through talking it out Mm -hmm. but like you say you have to find that one person that is not going to expose your stuff if they get mad at you or, Mm -hmm. or whatever and um i thank god that he's given me and gifted me in that you know i'm even through my life, um, you know, I've had people that have done things and I still hold their secrets, mm-hmm. you know, and yep. it, it'll Same go with here. me to, to, to the grave, mm-hmm. you know, um, even though we don't speak anymore, you right. know what I mean? Right. And so you have to have that, that, that person that you mm-hmm. can really, really trust. Yeah. Like, and I've realized that like, you know, in life now, like, but I feel like it's just safer to talk to someone else. So do you have any questions for me? The question I would ask um, you um, is what prompted you to start the podcast to give people a voice um, without, you know, without a face? Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's what the podcast says. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, unless somebody felt comfortable, do you think that you would do all this is two questions in actual mm-hmm. <laughs> do you think that you would um begin to do live as okay, well? Okay, so originally when we first started the podcast, um, we were doing live. Um, we were doing live um, but for at some point we just you know some people don't want to be in ca- on camera so we just kind of like it just was something that was stopped. But um, a lot of people have been asking me lately to start doing the life again so i was like okay because people come they're like oh i'm not dressed up or i don't be like i me personally i don't really like being live but um i'm open you know to it i actually just recently got all the equipment to start so next season will definitely probably start with um and i've had people who reach out to me from youtube and ask me to do live with the podcast so if anybody's comfortable you know, comfortable with it, I'm definitely going to start doing the live because they've been asking about it. But um, the first question you said, and I think I talked about this a little bit, but like the same thing, wanting to share my stories. Um, But originally when I first started, I didn't want to do it by myself. I wanted to do a podcast. Well, I wanted to do something where it will eventually lead me to share my story. So I was like, what can I do? So I came up with the idea of a podcast. So I came up, um, I asked my, my husband's niece and 
my um two of my other friends so I asked them if they would be willing to do a podcast with me and they said sure and then we went from there um but now it's just me so I love doing the podcast but I feel like going through all of that like you know talking we're this is the sixth season um meeting people going through all this like it got me to the place where I'm like I could do this you know like this is something that last year was actually when I first shared my story um, as to the original reason why I wanted to do the podcast before. Um, I really wanted to do it, like, you know, among women, but my therapist told me, Christelle, it's okay to do it yourself. Like, you don't need people. Like, I've always, I felt like I've always wanted people around me. Like, I've always wanted to share stuff with other people. Mm-hmm. And she was like, and I learned that you don't have to do that. It's okay for you to do it by yourself. It's okay for you. So now I used to, like, long for, oh, my God, me, I can't do this by myself. I can't do it. Now it's like, you got this. So um, I love every minute of this. Like, people's like, are you going to stop since you don't have them? But I love having guests over. I have families that come on every other week. Um, like, people like you, yourself. Um, so I'm definitely going to continue to do it. I can't wait to hit to season 10. So I'm just looking forward to like doing more and sharing more. Like when I tell you, I met so many great people just doing the podcast. Um, so I'm not going to stop anytime soon. Wow. So, um, one more question. Mm -hmm. Um, I I know um, we've been here for a few minutes, but, um, how did you, you know, like build, build it was it just mostly family first or how did you begin to meet different ones that you decide just work like as far as like meeting people like I said we all we started was four of us when we first started Mm -hmm. um and then we tried to you know promote Mm -hmm. like through social media but honestly I think word of mouth really helped us um Mm -hmm. build and we're still building um it wasn't until actually one of the episodes where I did last um last year the last season which like I feel like I have so many view I guess because of what it was it's like people want to hear your stories like people want to hear what's going on what they want to know so I, that episode really brought up my number where it needed to be um to the point where I had um people reaching out to me to be um be a sponsor and to come be on the podcast and I I have people in my email right now like hey can I come on but I'm trying to keep this season as healing, like as, you know, peaceful as, I mean, not trying to say, you know, just not trying to say what they wanted to come say is not about that, but I wanted to keep it at a certain number. So I'm already like booked for this season. So I say, I'm just going to leave it how it is. And then next season, I'll definitely have them come on. And I'm so, I'm just so grateful to continue this journey because this is a journey this is like the beginning i didn't think we were gonna make it through six i was praying and hoping but i didn't know you know i would be here and with people like you know meeting you i remember when i met you you was talking about doing a podcast um so i'm just i'm grateful and i'm blessed um to continue this and it'll definitely be more yes um i enjoyed it today and thank you for considering me to you know come on and if you need me again Mm -hmm. i mean i like i said um we actually just kind of touched the surface because Mm -hmm. you know there is i mean it depends on do you do it by topic 
I do. We you do. do. Sometimes we do. Like in the beginning, that's what we were trying to keep it as topic. But I like the conversational. I like, you know, if there's if it is a conversation or a topic that someone want to come talk about, then we'll try to like stay on the um, that subject. Like I was asking Ebony earlier about the self love thing. That's I self love and boundaries were like one of the thing that we focused on in the beginning. So mm-hmm. now I just it's all about what you want to talk about so it's not scripted because i want it to be as natural as authentic as possible um and i feel like sometimes when you do it that way it's a lot easier it's supposed to trying to focus on one topic where you always get off topic topic right absolutely so but yeah thanks again for having me i really enjoyed it Mm -hmm. today and it was a pleasure to meet you as well yeah Yeah. So is there any other quote, is is there a saying that you like saying that you want to share? Well, actually, what I've, I I, I like to uh, affirm, Mm -hmm. um, and and the way I'm actually training myself is to affirm that I am, Mm -hmm. okay, I Mm -hmm. am, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and, and I say we are what we think that we are. Mm-hmm. If we believe that I am mm-hmm. thus and so, thus and so, that's who you are. Right. So I am whatever you say that I, I am. am. Hmm. Okay. I like that. Or that's who, funny you said that. whoever you, you say, say that, that I am. See, I have this app. It's called I Am. And I love this app because every morning I look at it and it just have like motivational quotes and stuff like, I know that I will be okay. Or I know that no matter what's going on today, it's going to be okay. I have the power to change my story. And that's the one that I've been like saying a lot lately to myself and like just to the people around me. You have the power to change your story. You have the power to make your story. You have the power to choose how you want to live your life. So I just want people to know that like going with anything, no matter what is going on in their life, you have the power to change your story, yeah. okay? So, and that's one thing. I love this app because it keeps me going, like, no matter what I'm going through, sometimes I'll just, like, open it, and then I'll click it, and it's something else. Like, And I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, Krista, why are you doubting yourself? You have the resources to keep going. And I just, I love that about um, the I Am app. And that's funny that you say that. <laughs> But yeah, thank you again so much for coming. This was fun. So that affirms I am. Yep, right, exactly. That affirms that for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. um, I am in whatever, you know. Um, That's that's, that's what, you know, in this season, that's what I am. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Every woman, I am beautiful. I am gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I am worthy. I am enough. Right. I am powerful. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I am beautiful. Mm-hmm. I am. Just right. I am. I am. Amen to that. I love that. And Thank I you guys so it. much. I love that. Like like you said, just affirming that. But yeah, with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. Please like make sure you go on Tawanda's page, I Am Every Woman, on Facebook and also on Instagram and YouTube. So you can... Um, you know, join her group um, and join her live, the Zoom meeting that she's doing. So you could, you know, share your story or just talk about, you know, everything that every woman is going through or want to share um, through in the, with their life. So, yeah, just yeah. please, 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 please follow her so you could get on that. I know I'm getting ready to do that as soon as I'm in. I'm out of um, Facebook or 
Social media jail, that's what I call it. I'm in social <laughs> You're media in jail, jail <laughs> for the rest of this month. But I'll definitely get on there. Um, yeah, with that being said, thank you guys so much for your support. Thank you for your love. I really, truly appreciate you guys. And if you can um, leave comments, um, requests, questions, we really love that. With that being said, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, hit us up at lovelifeafter18 at gmail.com or on our social media at love.lifeafter. And we will see you guys or again next week. All right. Thank you, guys. Peace.